Yes, we have shenanigans. We have started recording. In so fourteen minutes. Add the stuff out. Fancy red button. Three. I can add drums. Fifty <laughs> drums. The drum shot. Drums in the deep. I just hit a couple times. There's also a ballpark sound of. It's really showing my levels low, but I'll fix that in post. Yep, we're going to fix everything in post. It's all going to be pretty low. Except, except for Mary, who's super loud for some reason. As so. always. I, I just, I have the knack. I'm just saying. Over 30 clad. Over 30 clad. Over 30 clad. Fuck yeah. Logging into T-Bank, your face all fucking day. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of 30 at 60. This is episode 49. Today is November 7th, 2020. Uh, thanks, everyone, for popping in. Our hosts tonight are myself, BD, Trey, Nubs, Oprah, and Nuke. Um, Hello. We had uh, quite a fire drill. Minutes to go <laughs> to start because <laughs> we have a Discord bot that typically records uh, the podcast and I tested it to make sure that we wouldn't run into the situation, and yet here we ran into the situation. <laughs> the bot died minutes before we went live, so thanks to Trey's uh, pivoting, shout, pivoting shout skills. Shout out to, to Ingredient Incorporated for hooking us up for the night. <laughs> Remember, yeah, for your high fructose corn syrup needs, please contact Ingredient.com. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you for setting that up. <clears throat> so, uh, obviously, this is uh, 30 and 16 over 30 Clan Podcast. Um, all of the details, our contact details will be in the notes, uh, descriptions of the show on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash over 30 Clan. All of our contact media, uh, social media will be in there as well. Um, Let's get started. So... Let's go through State of the Clan first, and then um, we'll talk about financials again a little bit. Not nearly as in-depth as last month. Um, we will do some updates uh, where we stand now with our new active patrons and um, uh, all the cheddar that we made from uh, <laughs> Mary's event, <laughs> Bank with Nubs. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, it's the State of the Clan. Um to go back a couple months, I, I missed this data last month. Um, applic- uh, applicants, I'll get it right eventually. <laughs> in August, we had 74 people apply. In September, we had 77. In October, we had 76. Uh, that gives us a new total as of when I created these notes a couple days ago, 1,061, up 21 from last month uh, in Discord. Our financial outlook with PayPal is $1,316.77. In the bank, we have $825.06, giving us a grand total of $2,141.83. That is with um, 
Patreon money uh, moved to the bank account. I figured I will do that once a month um, in preparation for this financial review uh, for the podcast. Um, last I looked, uh, again, a day or so ago, we have 42 patrons, which uh, are generating us $221 a month. Thank you again, everyone. That is very helpful. Uh, helpful. Yeah. Took a big weight off my shoulders for sure and having to <laughs> plan and uh, do things with the clan. Um, our Paint with Nubs live stream event, uh, which took place last month, generated $528. And if you missed that, Woo! you can check out uh, the VOD on twitch.tv slash over30clanusa. Um, our benevolent artiste <laughs> painted two paintings live. And then we took bids, um, and the winner received uh, one of those paintings. And our uh, two winners were Trey, who's here with us now, and uh, Wired was the other one, right? Correct. Yes. Yep. Um, so yeah, five hundred twenty-eight bucks. That was a very successful event. Uh, a lot Yay. of people stopped in to uh, give a review and. Uh, yeah. <laughs> See what it looks like when Mary is painting in a very fancy dress. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we uh, give a little behind the scenes of what happened to the dress later? Oh, goodness, no. No, you will not. <laughs> that's that's uh, it's not to be known. No, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? If, when we add a second tier to the Patreon, then um, oh, shit. <laughs> those details will be revealed then. <laughs> Until then, mom's word. I, I'm intrigued. I'm, I will pay for that second tier. <laughs> that way, I don't want to know. <laughs> uh, she she won't uh, allow me. I can't. I can't do it, guys. This, this is true. Again, we we reach our, our Patreon goal of 100. Uh, amazing things start happening. <laughs> um. So as always, in the description of the show notes too, there'll be a link for uh, financial uh, updates, which will happen uh, quarterly. Uh, for bills paid in September. We paid eleven dollars uh, to just the Penguin, which is a company for our Assetto Corsa uh, server. I explained last uh, podcast why we're utilizing that uh, this season uh, versus trying to host it local, and it, it's probably for the best with the issues I've been having with Comcast lately. <laughs> um, we paid hundred dollars to Namecheap for domain registrations. Um, we paid two hundred and seventy dollars to Viking Snark Arts for commission of uh, artwork for the website yes. for 12 separate assets. If you haven't uh, visited the website in a while, over30clan.com, uh, give it a look-see. Uh, you may be pleasantly surprised of uh, uh, what's on there in the staff section. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we pay $3 to CouchBot, which is um, the bot that records... Or, announces uh t streaming for october we paid uh 1483 twice to buy phasmophobia for giveaway uh thanks to our benevolent uh, donor uh, trey yep. who provided that for october spooky fest giveaway then we paid um oh, man i am off today paid uh, 40 dollars for two 20 gift cards that was also for the giveaways that took place last podcast, and uh, sixty dollars for uh, the same giveaway. giveaway. Yeah, sixty, seventy, eighty. So, 
100 bucks there. Um, we paid $127.20 for 64 gigs of RAM to upgrade the hosting server. Uh, this is again for October. Paid another $11 for uh, the Assetto Corsa server. Uh, reimbursed uh, nubs for the paint with nub stream. Uh, paints, brushes, and materials. Um, and the shipping stuff. So uh, right, that was uh, one hundred and eight dollars and eleven cents for the painting materials, and then seventy four dollars and thirty eight cents for the shipping, insurance, and packing. Yes, thankfully it arrived all safe and sound. That's what I heard. Yes, it did, and I already received, and it looks gorgeous. My wife loves it, and she's trying to steal it. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not weird. Uh, didn't he post a picture of it uh, already on the wall, right? I believe so, yes. Well, where yeah. did he post that before? Dang. I think it was an off-topic. But it was like eons ago. Yeah, we are still fighting over where it's going to go. I want it in my office. She's trying to steal it for the bedroom. We'll see. <laughs> so our last podcast winners for a giveaway uh, were Pono, Chocolate Bear, Cephian, Simple Four, Quadratics, John Gotcha, S Dots, Wired, Burn It Down, and Sneaky Pie. Um, if things go well in 15 minutes or so, Oprah, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, we will kick off more giveaways during the podcast. 10:30 is that when you said it for? Yeah, yeah, just 10:31. Uh, I think. Yeah, it's the uh, two ten dollar or two twenty dollar uh, gift cards for console players and five PC players or anyone with a PC for that matter can pick from our um, game list. Okay. So you still have 15 minutes to get in there. If you haven't already, check out the giveaways channel in our Discord. Please read the pins uh, to make sure you're eligible. Uh, and that's the, that's the best disclaimer I can come up with. That's what I got trade for. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's, uh, let's see upcoming clan events. So if you check the events calendar in discord, you can also check the events calendar on our website, uh, to see what's happening. Uh, it's quite filled damn near every day, but Mondays now it looks like, um, we have escape from Tarkov nights. We have Vermintide nights. We have call of duty nights. We have our racing sim league. Um, uh, and of course weekly shenanigans, which, is grown much more quickly than uh, once a week. It, it, it could sporadically <laughs> happen any day of the week now. <laughs> and we also have PS4 Community Nights. That's now weekly. Oh, we took, an, yes, we took an election night off, but that is um, moving forward. That will be returning with Dream hosting. Yes, PS4 indeed. Community Night. Um, and yes, D&D has moved to every other Monday. Correct. Yeah, and if you have um if you have a game night planned with a group of people and you want to get put into the uh, clan calendar as well, it's reach out um in the suggestions channel, and we'll uh, see to get you out into the the clan calendar. So let's for our weekly events. Um, we do wanted to announce when well, it's not official because we haven't decided on a date yet, nor a format, nor exact details. But due to popular demand, we will make the return of karaoke nights. Um, sometime between <laughs> Thanksgiving and Christmas, probably the weekend or two weekends after Thanksgiving is what we're currently tracking. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as how we're going to run it, what we're going to do to make it even more fun uh, than before, and more importantly, how we're going to record it so we can use to blackmail everyone. Um, <laughs> we're still 
still working out those details, but just be on the lookout for that soon. Because that seemed to be a really fun event last time, and we plan to do it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was highly in demand. Everyone uh, kept talking about it, and then people who weren't around for when it happened caught wind, and they're like, there was a karaoke night? <laughs> well, we need to do that again. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was find, tons of fun. Find a way to to get either Fizzle here in live, with, despite the time difference, or get him to record something for us. Agreed. We need to hear oh, the Skeletor song yeah. again. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, as far as um, current game servers that the Over30 clan is running and operating, we have a Conan Exile server. We still have uh, Seven Days to Die Alpha 19 server. There is a Wreckfest server out there. Uh, Ark Survival Evolved, which will probably be rebuilt soon. Um, to Crystal Isles, is it Nuke? Correct. Okay, so we'll probably rebuild that for Crystal Isles. Um, there's the Aesthetic Courses server, and then we have two new Minecraft servers that went live. Um, a Bedrock server, which is cross-play. Uh, folks on console and PC can play. And then uh, Project Ozone 3, uh, which is PC only that I have been pulling my hair out trying to make run better. <laughs> you can um, request uh, access. So the way the my, Minecraft servers are whitelisted and to request access to those, uh, check the suggestions in the Minecraft channel. Uh, there are pins for the details of the servers and then you can request to be whitelisted in, by submitting the suggestion. Uh, make sure to include uh, your Minecraft name and your UUID, if possible, and which server you want to be added to. Lots of disclaimers when it comes to Microsoft Crossplay, um, because Microsoft ultimately sucks. Uh, and uh, yeah, you might not be able to join on all platforms. Some things apply, so make sure you Google it first a little bit. For instance, um, Microsoft xboxes of all platforms i can't connect to external servers without doing some crazy workarounds that i don't fully understand so then same same with uh, playstation but um we we have found a path it does involve an app on your mobile phone and dream has become an expert okay. yeah we're still developing okay. the server side for the playstation so there's hopes in the future okay. that microsoft will get their yeah. act together i heard uh, from my sure. heard from uh, microsoft developers um that i follow on twitter that they're doing some changes to the Java platform to require Microsoft login, of course. Um, so my hope is that once you've done all this, sorry, I'm in the middle of a podcast. Sure Can you come in here? To have a Microsoft account in the world, um, they'll up, you know they'll actually fully implement crossplay. Is my hope. So fingers crossed. Okay. We shall all see. Right. All right. I don't know why Xbox can't play with with PC players. Like Microsoft owns both bloody fucking platforms. Like, ah, it just doesn't make any sense. But anyway, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We we appreciate your help in finding the workaround for PlayStation. (laughs) Uh, It's actually Akbar who helped a lot with that. So thanks, Akbar. Oh, okay. Nice. Yes. Um, Excuse me. I did the lifting there. Thank you. (laughs) Sorry, Trey didn't do anything. (laughs) (laughs) Trey's good at sugar alternatives. That's about it. (laughs) Sugar alternatives. (laughs) Shout out to ingredient.com. Anyway, let's continue. (laughs) Cross promotion. Oh, so, list? Uh, game news, platform, and tech news. So, 
Um, why don't you guys talk to me about all this hubbub with these new um, video cards? I saw that was were the 30, 30 somethings back in stock today. What's going on with AMD? Anyone have words there? Lots of crazy stuff with video cards. I can I can kick it off. So AMD did release a line of video cards that come in at a pretty decent price that supposedly can be directly with the three thousand series Nvidia cards. So it's pretty. <clears throat> fantastic there is rumor of a new tie card coming out of a different market that's been kind of plastered over the internet from um from nvidia so we'll see what happens there my concern to get with the amd platform versus the nvidia platform is for people like me who like to stream once in a blue moon nvink and i wrote a little piece on it is amazing like nvink is is so incredible for single pc streaming i hope and hope amd comes out with something very uh, equivalent to that on their platforms. I know they have some some uh, encoding that's built in, but I don't think it's quite there compared to NVENC. And then, of course, the entire internet's blowing up about drivers, right? NVIDIA's drivers have historically been better than AMD's, and hopefully the new the new platform, they've improved their, their drivers as well. But that's kind of what I've heard around those pieces. How's the supply chain looking? 3000 series is still effed um amd i wouldn't i don't even know when it releases i don't think they released yet yeah i've done Googling. okay just just some initial initial benchmark testing on it so well that's good anything else on the pc front there's are there any so they released october october coming? 28th is when they announced so they will release probably november time frame They don't have the card wars. So hopefully that drives price down. That'll be good. Indeed. 15th is what Delrith says he thinks. So, yeah, I mean, ultimately, if if they can actually take a strip off of NVIDIA's back, not only will NVIDIA have to um, come out with better tech to be the AMD, but they'll also have to recheck their pricing. So, uh, and supply chain, right? They're going to learn a huge lesson about supply, I think, from this. Uh, if AMD does capitalize on people chomping at the bit, because there's a lot of people that skipped the 2000 series because they were an incredibly expensive card and are dying for an upgrade. Uh, so I think you might see a fair amount of people switch. Nice. Not me, but a fair well, amount of people. <clears throat> competitions, competition's always good. Anyone planning on upgrading? Um, I know Oprah and I are sticking with our TIs, our 2080s. There's always the risk if AMD announces a 3000 series is in stock that I go click and buy, but I'm kind of like that. But, uh, but yeah, I don't plan to upgrade anytime soon. How about you, Nuke? Um, I'm on the fence right now. I'm just kind of waiting and watching. And I mean, I would love to jump at it immediately, but um, I think AMD is going to com- compete extremely well. And in response to that, I think you're going to see, um, a kind of mid cycle release of something from NVIDIA. I think prices are going to be all over the place for right now. Hmm. Um, because I, when it comes to NVIDIA and Intel, AMD has always competed with them, but on a lower scale, on a lower level. Um, you know, they were the, uh, uh, price for performance um, option, so you could get you could get really good performance for a really good price. Now you weren't going to be competing up in the enthusiast category, um, but they had their spot. Now they're going to go toe to toe, and and right now I think uh, Intel is flat on the mat and bleeding. Um, Nvidia is taking a lot of body blows right now. 
we'll find out whenever whenever everything's released. But when they're going to go head to head for the enthusiast market at a lower price, um, that's going to cause Nvidia to do something. They've got to do something. Um, so prices are going to be very, uh, they're going to be all over the place. So I'm kind of waiting for that fallout to see, to mm. see what happens. Well, mm-hmm. that's always good. Competition will, will always be good to bring that down. And I see and looking at chat, looks like you four says he's going to take a look at it again this summer or uh, this, you know, next summer looking upgraded dream wants to upgrade from <laughs> upgrade to PC yes. from PlayStation. Well, I think um, I think a lot of people who are anybody who's entertaining the uh, the jump. If you don't have, if you've been going 1080p, um, you're going to have to upgrade. Just upgrading the video card is not going to do anything for you. You're going to have to upgrade the monitor. You have to upgrade the video card. You might want to upgrade the CPU to not bottleneck that brand new video card. So then you're talking about another mother motherboard as well. So I mean, it's going to be a big. It's almost a, a rebuild. At this I point. mean, there's nothing wrong with a thousand FPS in 1080p. Well, the thing is, <laughs> that is I'm true. But the thing is, is that you're going to running at 1080p with that kind of power. You're going to um, really tax your CPU. Even if you're running a great CPU, you're gonna you're gonna run into issues. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But I would say if you are looking to make a PC, even if you don't go with a higher end graphics card, even if you're just upgrading like the maybe the P, the the CPU and you're gonna wait. Uh, is to make sure you pick out a motherboard with PCI Express um, uh, Type Four because the um, it's going to be important, I think, for the next generation. They showed that Gamers Nexus, I think, did a a, a video where they actually showed like um, uh, a, a three thousand series, I think, thirty ninety running on a PCI Gen Four versus PCI Gen Three, and showed you know within margin of error like one or two FPS drop among like many, many, many different games. So I don't think it matters right now. But I think you'll notice in the next release, the 4000 series and then whatever AMD comes out with in the future, um, that it's going to be able to utilize that, that extra bandwidth. So if you are looking to upgrade to motherboard, uh, definitely pick one with the PCI Express 4, Type 4, so you have that longevity. Yes. So just making a one single purchase is really going to be about three three or four different purchases for me. So I just want well, to see how it plays. <laughs> The, the the sad thing though is that one of the advantages of going PC when we we always talk about you know like consoles versus um, uh, uh, you know building your own PC is that you can piecemeal upgrade. But now it sounds to me like you guys are saying that it's best though to fully upgrade and make make a you know six hundred dollar investment into a much larger one. Well, normally you can't. I mean, <laughs> you can st- you can still do that right now. But right now I'm at a spot where. I really have no need to upgrade mm. until I get the monitor. And if I do get if I do get the monitor and go go fourteen forty, then I then I might as well look at you know CPU upgrades. Gotcha. And that comes with the just take, with take full maximum, uh, like take a full uh, advantage of the. Yeah, well, I mean, nobody wants to buy a Ferrari and drive it through the school zones. Look, at, look if I was budget, <laughs> if I was budget constrained for my hobby, my PC gaming hobby, I'd be a console player. Right, so so I'm I'm okay spending a ton more money. I know I am spending a ton more money. It's an enthusiast. I mean, I'm enthusiast uh, kind of PC builder, so I do enjoy it. But um, but you know, I totally get the draw of, of just the ready play, easy to get console as well. 
but um but i you know i'm used to spending tons of money on my pc at least i'm not a golfer which then actually <laughs> well that, <laughs> that that transitions us to the next uh, upgrade discussion new consoles coming out what november 12th um i know we have primary pc but not in stores call right now <laughs> at least best buys uh, <laughs> they're not gonna be in best so, buys asking the chat who is upgrading within the next month or, or before the new year to a new console i told and my children responses there yeah let's see what yeah, what yeah i told my back? children this year i said i have no intent on buying a new console so you, you got uh allowance money if you want one you can buy it <laughs> and, and the question i have this year um if you are upgrading to new console what is your main choice for picking Xbox over PS5? Like a lot of you guys are probably going to buy both because you're like me, probably dull with extra money for a hobby that's really not that expensive when compared to things like golf. But why would you pick like buying PS5 first versus Xbox? Like what's the main driver there? I'm going to guess. Well, it's just I'll, I'll, people that yeah. are already established on that platform. Uh, and well, for for me, because I, I, I've I've been Xbox pretty much all my my gaming life prior to switching to PC, and I this this year um, I'm probably not going to upgrade. But if I were to upgrade, like probably next year, I'd I'd get the PS5 first, and that's mainly because um, it feels like everything I w- I'm going to want to play on Xbox. Uh, what are they calling it again? Xbox um, Series X. Series X. Xbox X. Um, is uh, is going to be available on PC, so there are there are quite a few PlayStation exclusives, um, specifically like the uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, which is only which is also coming to PS4. So I'm not in a huge rush for it, but that game, the um, God of War series, and they've, they've they've tended to have good exclusives in the past that I'll probably eventually get one at that stage. But as far as Xbox, there's just nothing that's from an exclusivity point of view that I can't get on PC. That's going to drive that purchase for me. So here's what kills me with the console gaming market, right? And, and Trey, we've had some conversations offline, but what, what Microsoft and PlayStation always do is they get into a pitching match. First, they always get into a pissy match over what processor they have and how many cycles it can do and how many teraflops it can perform and all this other stuff. Um, and then each of their platforms, you know, gobble up as many gaming companies as possible to provide as many exclusives to try to again, make it, um, easier for someone to pick their platform. But I think they, they really missed the point, right? And I think a lot of people who purchase new platforms uh, or, or switch to a different platform mainly is because of the people who are also playing it. Their friends are on that platform, right? And so I think ultimately a lot of people make their decision, sure, exclusives matter and things like that. And that's why people will buy multiple consoles. But I think a lot of gamers who only have limited funds might pick a platform over another based on their friends and where they're playing it. And what happens is every single console generation that comes out, the whole gaming community gets fractured into these kind of two camps, right? And they're all these, they're these closed off walled gardens and PlayStation and Xbox very, have very limited ability to cross play a very limited amount of game support. And I really wish, you know, a PS5, the PlayStation team or the Xbox team would come out like next version of the console and say, you know, we've decided to embrace communities. We're going to, for instance, support discord as a, as a platform native to our 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 our, our console, we're going to allow it to run directly on our console, and they can connect to any Discord server that they want. And we're going to make an effort to make more cross-platform games. I think that would be a draw over specs, over exclusives, over everything. And I think they're missing it. And uh, and I hate seeing the, the community get 
fractured, right? Because we see it even here in the over 30 client. Yeah. But at that point, if I'm if I'm getting an Xbox, a new Xbox in order to have the, the functionality to play on PC or cross-play with PC people, like that's not going to spur my decision as as a PC owner. That's not that's not going to cause me to buy an Xbox as an X as someone choosing between the two who will never go PC. Yes, I could definitely see that being being a draw because then you open up, you know, amount of people you can game with and gaming typically the social activity. Otherwise, we wouldn't be in a clan. Um, but so, yeah, and I definitely see that, that, that side of the argument as well, rather than focusing on the exclusives, but the, the, the corporate strategy is somehow, I, I don't know if it's antiquated and they're just stuck in their old cycles or, or, or what, because you're right. There, there's so much money to be had in embracing, um, making things more friendly to the community as a whole, It'd be interesting. <clears throat> but looking at the chat, um, looking at the chat, it looks like, um, let's see, Sefian is, uh, going PS5 first, along with upgrading the X, uh, to the Xbox and a new PC next year. So, um, Sefian, um, I understand now why you're a donor, since you're swimming in cash, so thank you. Um, interestingly, Pano is uh, one of our core PlayStation people, but he is getting the Xbox first because uh, his kid prefers Xbox. So um, that's really kind of you. Um, I, 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 I would want to say I would do the same, but I don't know if I'm as good of a dad as you are. Um, <laughs> You're not gonna make the rich and those heathen over there. Be hard times. Be hard times. Please, thank you, folks. You're much better. Uh, And then, yeah, the the interesting note. Dream brought this up is that the the about fourteen forty not being supported for the PS5, and and I think yeah, that's that's just a, a a recognition that there's not a current tv market for 1440 even though there is obviously a large monitor market for the for the 1440 but we're looking for couch players so they're just supporting you know hd um 4k and then eventually 8k um so that is interesting that they're sort of skipping this this round (laughs) um well with that said too and this sort of leads to our next topic which is sort of new game launches and what we're playing but um the, the hype, I, I have not felt as much hype for this console round than I did last time. But again, that might be because I have made the switch to PC. But looking at the, the next-gen games that are coming out with it, I, I just don't see a huge a huge draw. The Spider-Man launch is going to be big because that was such a big game for them. But I was expecting more. Um, I guess maybe they're hoping that Valhalla... Um, from EA will be a big draw for, for next gen as well as obviously COD. Um, but again, I have not seen, there's, it doesn't seem like that much, that big of a leap to be like, Oh, and drooling over these, you know, the difference in graphics between, uh, current gen, like, you know, what, what COD will look like on current gen versus next gen. Have you, has any of you guys seen anything really impressive? That's from a software standpoint that you think will see, will cause you to see a bump. I don't I, think that there. Are, I would agree that <clears throat> there's not uh, offerings that are uh, must-haves for exclusives and uh, stuff. And then uh, there were those stories about. Uh, so you mentioned, you know, upgrading graphics and popular games that are on current gen. There were all those stories about having to pay extra now. They're not going to give you the new gen version of the game for free. 
you may have to repurchase it or you may get a discounted rate, but it, it's not going to be a free transition. I don't know if they changed their stance on that from last time I read, but. I, yeah, because I, I just remember like when the when the next gen consoles came out last last cycle, it was like the I think Xbox had like Roam and, and it was a kind of a shitty game in short, but it, it looked beautiful and the, the, the combat was really, really cool. And um, and so that was at least something. And I, but I just don't, I don't understand um, sort of the lack. And I'm one, I, I don't know if it's, if it's, if COVID played a hand into that in terms of like slow development cycle, um, if, if cyberpunk's delay um, played a factor in that, cause that was supposed to be the, you know, the release of, of this cycle. And, and obviously from a graphical perspective um, was supposed to, you know, be truly impressive and I, I, again, I don't know the, the differences in how it would look from old gen or current gen to next gen on, on, on the console front. It's just a matter of ray tracing, resolution, or what. But the fact that there's still so many games that you can play on both, um, just surprised. Well, they released like Connect, and then and then PlayStation VR came up from the last gen PlayStation console, right? And they always had these like new, new, new things. And I think that what they're focused on is really game fidelity and then the support of next-gen, promising of next-gen games that are going to come out that will take advantage of it. Um, I mean, that's always exciting to, to be able to get better graphics on um, consoles. But yeah, Xbox is like Connect 2 is coming out, you know, game uh, backwards compatibility. Oh, I thought they're, they're bringing Connect back? Yeah, new controller, you know, multitasking, right? Ability to run, um, look at your dashboard and Apple and other games running and stuff like that. Um, huh. Yeah, just... So yeah, so I think it's more fidelity focused. I saw a lot of um, uh, engine developers like Unreal come out with things that they are including that support like next gen consoles and, and it'll make games look better, load better, be faster, etc. So, I mean, I'm surprised no one's trying to take a swipe at. I know Oculus made a big, um, a big splash and spent a lot of marketing dollars on their their the, the launch of the the Quest Two. Um, but I haven't seen anything on the VR front from from Microsoft and from Xbox, even to compete with the PS4's VR capability. I haven't heard about anything, you know, VR related on on PlayStation Five. So it sounds like that's not an avenue that they're really investing in, into either, and really just letting Valve and and Oculus sort of sort of run run that show. Well, I don't think there's I don't think there's a I don't think there's a mass market for it. I, mean, I think it's a, I think it's a, it's definitely a niche product, and developers aren't jumping in like right. you like you thought they would, or like the marketing people thought they would, uh, mm-hmm. because it's 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 not a seller. It's niche, yeah. That's I true. mean, why why go through the development of a VR game when you're going to sell to eleven units, right? Yeah, because the developers would have to develop not only for Oculus and, and them who are established, but then also develop separately for Xbox for the 10% of the users of Xbox who would adopt it right away. And also o- Oculus with the Oculus 2. I mean, they checkmate, right? They got they got a, a really freaking awesome wireless VR solution, which I, in my opinion is amazing. And then for the people who really want the best fidelity experience possible, they have the tether to a computer, right? So which requires a crap load of horsepower, right? So they got kind of those two markets already gobbled up. Uh, in my opinion, but yeah, VR is is niche in the in, but Oculus and uh, and them have done such a good job at cornering that niche market that they're able to support an entire ecosystem of games on it. Right. Let's, Let's look at um, 
in the last 24 hours concurrent Steam users playing any game with VR in the title. And the all-time peak is VR chat with 20,000 people. <laughs> and the next one below that is Heaven Island with 7,900. Wow. But the funny thing is the current is one and a 24-hour peak was two. So the all-time peak ever was 7,900. <laughs> right. I mean, even if, you only, even if you only had a dev team of five people, I mean, you can't break even doing that. You can definitely not make a profit. I mean, you're, you're just not doing nothing burning cash. And look, Oculus has not done any better. They had an all-time record in November of uh, 24,000 concurrent users on, um, v- on VR chat. That's crazy. Right, so it is very niche, right? That's crazy. Right, right, right. But as far as lack of hype, it pales in comparison to the last gen because the last gen was such a large leap. Because they were already, I mean, they were, both consoles were selling 4K. They didn't have, they weren't 4K ready at the time, but they were selling 4K and they eventually got there um, in one way or another. But that was a massive step up when you were looking at the 360 PS3 days because, I mean, hell, we were still dealing with 900 resolution, 900 p. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, Call of Duty was at 1080, uh, but there weren't a whole lot of games that were running 1080 at all. And so you're talking about 4K. It's like, well, you know, of course, the pessimist to me, I'm like, 4K, that ain't freaking happening right now. This was before launch, and that's why I went to PC. But eventually they got there. But at least almost every title bumped up to 1080. So mm-hmm. now you're now you've got a lot of titles that have upgraded and have the HDR 4K or checkerboard 4K or whatever. So the next step up is but that's when they came up started talking about that bullshit 8K stuff. It's like mm-hmm. that ain't gonna happen either. <laughs> yeah, that was such a joke to even throw that out there. But now, now you're more looking at more smaller stuff. Now they're finally talking about speed, and they're talking about speed when it comes to, I mean, this brand new technology called, I don't know if you've heard of it, solid state drives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, new okay. and innovative. Right, 4K, so, so sorry, we don't have any console players that actually talk in the podcast, so I do have to defend them, I feel, but... Um, the consoles are building in special technology that allows them to access the SSDs like like memory, right? So they do have some stuff built into the consoles that do take advantage of these SSDs in a different way than PC players will, will typically see it. Um, and it's cool because they can do that because they own the platform. But, but yeah, I mean, SSDs. My biggest gripe with consoles is when they come out and say, yeah, you can run this game at 60 FPS. And I'm sitting here going, God damn. Damn! Like, <laughs> God damn, man! Give those guys some cl- some clothes, man. These are peasants. But um, but I don't see that out loud because that p- pisses people off. Um, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> opinions do not reflect not those of the over thirty clan. FPS was the was the minimum that people were trying to hit, right? <laughs> I mean, the increase the increase is not as drastic from back then. I mean, y'all remember playing in, in the 900p. I mean, they had to come up with a custom resolution at 900p to make it seem like it was a lot better than it was. Go back and look at, go pull up your old Xbox or 360 and put it on your 4K TV. <laughs> it, it looks like right now. It looks like you're 
It's like putting your, it's like putting your NES on a 4K that TV. Scales better. It scales yeah. better. It looks better, in my opinion. And you know what, you know what looks the worst is when you put your N64 on 4K. That looks like garbage. But but NES, man, NES games look fantastic on larger screens. I love it. It still has all that same, like, it still reminds me of the game when I was a kid, right? Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just, there's no way, there's, there's not really a way to make a faster load times and, you know, what the new, what the new smaller upgrade and more consistent titles, there's no way to make that sexy as you can. Hey, we're going from, we're going from looking through a mesh screen to looking at a bright brand new world in 4k. (laughs) Uh, because i mean you couldn't you couldn't at that time it was almost unheard of there was no way that these consoles would be able to do that well they they eventually got there i mean you had to i think you had to buy what three three different boxes to finally get there but hey you got there it'll be interesting to see what the sales look like especially compared to years ago i mean this might be just a, a polling error based upon our small sample so we'll find out I think they'll still sell really well. Yeah. I think they'll still sell really well because gaming is becoming more and more mainstream, broad-based. So I have a theory. So Best Buy is not going to carry consoles in-store because of COVID. So if more big chains decide to follow suit, you're going to run into the same problem, in my opinion, with the video card shortage, you're going to have these fuckers with bots buying them all up to try to sell at double, triple the price. It's going to be the, so see a bunch of high sales. Yep, early it's going to be like, the video card fuckery all over again with consoles. Yep, if they don't have physical uh, units to sell in stores, you're going to run into the right. exact same thing. Right. Just people. Well, and, and no one's addressed then how yet, how they're, how they plan to combat that. How they like Best Buy hasn't yet. Right. Or GameStop. I think, I think Best Buy. Um, GameStop probably wants them to do it because they want they want that, that cash flush. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> show us that we're making money, please. I mean, Best, right. Best Buy, I think, had a pretty good good way. But EVGA <laughs> did a really good thing, right? Where they allowed you to to for the three thousand series of video graphics cards anyway, allowed you to to subscribe, and then they would email you a, a link that it was unique to you that only lasted for twenty four hours, and you can go in there and make your purchase knowing that there was one reserved for you. I think you're going to see a lot more of that technology get released because the blowback that nvidia received i'm sure amd is going to receive for bots is just incredible right so i think you're going to see that but ultimately at the end of the day these guys are doing are building these cards to make money right so if they sell them to bots what the hell do they care but if it's going to hurt their sales in the future then they'll start caring i think that's what you're you're seeing is that their fans are now going to go to amd because they don't want to pay twenty thousand dollars for a new graphics card It'll be interesting. All right, I think that wraps us up on on Tech Talk. Just wanted to touch quickly on um, on upcoming games, which again sort of leads from where from what we just uh, talked about. Um, we are we are entering the well the end of the, the the summer dearth where we didn't have any sort of new games, and tons of games are coming out soon, um, despite delays. So I know as mentioned, like um, the the console games, both COD, Spider-Man's coming out. Um, uh, Valhalla uh, releases on all platforms on the 10th. Um, and uh, the, the new uh, Destiny expansion. I know we have a lot of Destiny players in the clan. That also it's launches a, on the a 10th. Destiny contraction. 
Sorry. What'd you say? <laughs> That's the contraction because they are uh, sunsetting uh, certain things. Oh, oh right, right. <laughs> Um, Gears Tactics, something on Xbox. I think that's a, just a, a, a gear skin on, on, on tactical games. Um, and then I, I know I've been playing a lot of WoW lately, so that's why you guys probably haven't seen me around. I've been hiding in Azeroth. Um, Shadowlands finally releases after its delay on the 23rd. But the big one, Cyberpunk, delayed till December 10th. And on, on a status for me of I'll believe it when I see it. Yep. You know, the funny thing is, when I was doing the show notes, uh, I knew that it was delayed. I couldn't remember when. And so I, I Googled, and it, and it still showed the November release date. I, re, I Googled Cyberpunk 2770 release date. Release and, date. Yep. And it and still showed November. Hit. Same with Shadowlands. Shadowlands still, still said the same thing, that it was, it was coming out the the end of October um, for, for World of Warcraft. So um, Google has not a- adapted to these these moving targets yet, apparently, in, ser- in terms of their search engines uh, uh, response. But I guess gearing up to that, what are uh, Watch Dogs launched, uh, I think, last week. Um, I know some people have been mm-hmm. playing that. Um, but what are what are you guys playing these days? Oh, um, Minecraft mostly. Conan Exiles. Um, I was planning on Cyberpunk. (laughs) (laughs) Tell tell the group what I I did, though. Tell tell them what I convinced you to do. Oh, my gosh. Do I have to admit this? No. Do it. Let me guess. Uh, You you played the new game from our sponsor, Raid Shadow Legends. (laughs) (laughs) We're not sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends, by the way. (laughs) World of Warships. Come on, baby. Oh, shit. I I decided to go back and check out Fallout 76, see what all the NPCs are about, and things like that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just keep going with that, Nuke. But no, um, it's it's actually uh more so like it should have been for a Fallout game. Um, I I uh, there's even hints of the Brotherhood of Steel showing up. So I haven't explored all of it yet, but just kind of uh kind of dabbling with it and just enjoying it for what it is. At least now there's no pop up of hurry and go check the atomic store every ten minutes. Well, I'm playing the game because, you know, nothing like ruining the immersion with so my things what, in the store. What would you give it today, one out of ten? Oh, well, from bef- well, Refresh everyone what you gave it originally. <laughs> uh, I, I gave it, I think I gave it a six or a seven originally when it was just the the beta. Um, and then when it came out, I was still hanging on to the seven because I thought there's going to be more to it. But then I saw how big the map was and then it, and it just kind of plummeted to like a three. <laughs> that made me like a zero. But um, I would say if um, overall, if you if you're really starving for something like like you want a cyberpunk and you already spent $60 on Fallout 76, you might as well go back in and play some because it's, it's fun. I'm enjoying it. Uh, the NPCs make it more alive to be honest, uh, as a map. Um, I, I can't say that the uh, que- the answer questions that you have with the NPCs have any kind of uh, different results at the end. I seriously doubt that, but it's there. So um, if you have the game, I would 
and haven't tried it since way back when, then I would definitely recommend giving it a shot. Um, so what's your score today? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, if I had never played it before. Um, no, it could before and after comparison. Okay, before and after. Uh, shit. Um, so far, <laughs> I probably give it a Okay, so that's up 400% from zero. So, all right. <laughs> EA sucks, right? EA is just a terrible, terrible company. They came out, they're the first one to come out with loot boxes in a really terrible way back when the, uh, in the soccer franchise, right? And unless they can make money on the game ongoing, they don't want to put any money into it. Look at EA Squadrons. I thought that was the best um, Star Wars experience that they've brought to market to date and they have no plans and they've already announced it publicly no plans to add anything new to that game because there's no loot boxes well they didn't say because there's no loot boxes but it's, it be, in my opinion it's because they don't have a loot box, me- box mechanic in there for ongoing revenue right so it's uh, it's kind of sad well I mean they're going to sell you you know more crack pipes without the crack <laughs> I'd be cool with like seasons or even uh, or even like uh, expansion um, that you have to pay like ten bucks for. I'd be cool with that, right? I'd be fine with that. But yeah, here we are. Uh, so, Nuke, you've been you've been uh, in ESO a lot. I've been <clears throat> I've been doing less talking and more raiding. Um, I also played Watch Dogs. Um, I'm surprised, but I really liked it. Oh, nice. I had a I, I had a I lot of fun with it. That. Nice, I'm, and I'm right. still playing. I mean, I haven't even I barely even touched the story. Yeah, you've just been running around London. I just been, I've pants. been running around London, just getting new people and inhabiting their skin. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious. Stalking their stalking their friends and family and causing just general mayhem. And it's it's actually a lot of fun. I think they. I think the story is. Yeah, the actions are well. We've done them all before. I mean, you know, kind of is what it is. But being able to get these characters and those characters always exist in the world. Like I'll be, I'll be off. You know, they're persistent, right? Yeah, right. I'll, I'll be off doing something, um, causing traffic jams and blowing up cars at an intersection, and I'll see one of my characters just walking by. <laughs> So I'll go and follow them, and they're just skin. they're just going off on their they're just going off on their normal daily routine or whatever. Go visit a family member, or go hang out with a friend, or go buy some crack, um, whatever. But it was it's really cool to see, and I, I think it I think it opens up so many possibilities of ways that they can expand on this and do right. some really really cool things. It's like a it's just like a really world. this is like a really f- in, enjoyable fun. Uh, kind of tech demo type deal, if you will. <laughs> well, that's yeah, because I'd, lo- I'd love to see worlds being more populated with NPCs that have that are automated in a way that has you know meets objectives and agendas as opposed to just like you know doing the same thing or not existing. So it definitely makes the world feel more alive. So I gotta, I'll head in, I'll head back in. I did the first like intro thing and then and then got sucked back into WoW. So. I'll yeah, like there's out. this there's this one character that I was trying to that I was trying to recruit, and they they didn't like me. Um, so I found out who their friend was, and I followed their friend for a little bit. And their friend was getting hassled by the police, and so I killed the policeman and released them from their handcuffs. And then all of a sudden, their friend liked me. So then the person I was trying to recruit liked me, and then mm. they went and they went to go visit. 
they went to go visit this friend. So I met them at that spot. And then I recruited that person on the spot. And it's I thought like, that was well, like, every, wow, every NPC and has a 24 hour schedule. Like they have their own unique thing to do. And... I'm, I'm assuming so because everybody that I was following around, um, had their own deal. Like you, you'll, you, you're able to do like a deep dive and look into their character sheet and it'll show their schedule of what they're doing and where they're going. And if you show up to that spot, they'll be at that spot. Like one of them, one of them, uh, they hated me two times more than everybody else because I put them in the hospital. Um, they had friends that would go visit them at the hospital. So I went and tried to visit their, I, I met the friend at the hospital. They didn't know who I was because I was a different character. But, um, you know, I get close to it. And it's got a little icon over it and says, this person uh, is a nemesis or whatever. It doesn't like another one of my characters. Um, so I tried, to, I tried to recruit them as another character. They wouldn't have anything to do with me. But I thought it was just really cool of that these characters are almost kind of alive and they have their own life within this digital world. I think, I think it's fantastic um, kind of new technology that they're able to do on that scale. Looking forward to your long, uh, long form blog post on that. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Well, <laughs> speak, speaking of the blog, uh, Oprah, any updates from there? Uh, yeah, I mean, we continue to grow. I think we're going to um, surpass 14,000 unique viewers this year. So we've, you know, tripled it pretty much every year since it's been ongoing. So, which is great. Uh, we average about um, about two, uh, about one or two blog posts a month. Um, if anyone would like to write a blog, it is a community blog. So everyone who is in the Over 30 clan can potentially be an author. Reach out to me if you'd like to write a blog on anything gaming related, gaming hardware related, console, PC, doesn't matter. Uh, I can get you set up and you can um, you can write uh, your own content if you enjoy it. No pressure, obviously, or we'd have a way many more blogs, but feel free to reach out if you're <laughs> you can view, And you can view that at blog.over30clan.com. Great. <laughs> And we are at the top of the hour, so Black, would you like to do the honors of announcing our, our contest winners? Oh, yes. Our contest winners were picked. i got to scroll back up to the channel. So, for your console gift cards, Dreamweaver and Pano are our winners. Congratulations. Congrats. And for our PC prize box uh, giveaways, we have Quadratics, Captain Captain K, man! <laughs> Iron Toss, Wired and Noble. <laughs> Very nice, guys. Congratulations. Please see the pins in giveaways to understand how to redeem your prize. Yep. And, and we are actually, con we've actually done 30 in 60, Black. Yes. First time in several months. <laughs> if you want to wrap here. Yep. And that was a good place to wrap. We got shenanigans about to kick off. And uh, I know people are itching to slam a few drinks back and <laughs> relax. I know I am. I've had a long day. Uh, so thank you uh, very much, Trey, for uh, pulling this together at the last minute uh, with Zencaster. Um, maybe it'll be, uh, something we may have to pursue for the clan if Craig doesn't pan out. Um, and thanks for my hosts, uh, Oprah, Nubs, Nuke, and Trey. And thanks for everyone that stopped in to listen live. I appreciate it. You, of course, can check it out. Uh, if you missed any part, check it out, uh, once it's edited and live at, uh, soundcloud.com slash over 30 clan. So that'll be a wrap then. Yeah. All right. See ya. 
Bye. Teamwork.